0: Good morning. Welcome to worship at Flat Springs Baptist Church. It's so good to see everyone here this morning. Uh, If you're a first-time visitor with us, we want to say a special welcome to you. We're glad that you're here. Uh, We do have visitor's cards in the pew. If you'll just take one and fill it out, you'll drop it in the offering plate as that comes by. A few announcements to share with you all this morning. Uh, The beautiful flowers that you see on our offering, on our communion table this morning are given in honor of the faithful service of our musicians, Gail Luck and Regina Mangum, by the Chancel Choir. So thank you, ladies, and we hope that you enjoy these beautiful flowers. Uh, We hope that you and your family will come and join us tonight for a Thanksgiving concert featuring Gail and Regina in the sanctuary at 6 o'clock. The nursery will be open with the live feed on on the TV for anyone with small children who needs to utilize that space. Please remember that next Sunday, Sunday school will end at 1030 and worship will begin at 1045 as we prepare our hearts and our sanctuary for this season of Advent. Deep River School Counselor has reached out to us for help meeting some Christmas needs and wishes for um, several different children and we have already marked off a few of those Um, but if you will look out in the atrium uh, there is a list on there that tells you what the needs are Um, and if that is something that you would be interested in participating in um, whether you go shopping yourself or giving money so that we can get gifts for those children, um, we would greatly appreciate it. Any questions that you have, please see Stephanie Bridges, and she would be glad to help you with that. A few prayer requests to share as well. Uh, We want to be praying for Mary Schaub and her family. Her son-in-law, Mike Wells, passed away, um, and so we just want to be remembering their family in a very special way at this time. Uh, Vic Pope is home and is recovering from his knee replacement, and so we give praise for that, but want to continue praying for him and his recovery. Uh, and then also, please be in prayer for the mission team that is traveling home from Kentucky as well. Would you go to God in prayer with me now? Gracious God, we come into this sanctuary today with, full heart, with hearts full of thanksgiving, God, we have been blessed in so many ways, and we want to take time this morning to say thank you. Out of all the many gifts we have been given in this life, we want to especially thank you for the gift of your son and his sacrifice made on our behalf. In the midst of the busyness of this season, God, I pray that you would help us to remember your sacrifice and that you would truly find us thankful. And now help us to clear our minds of any and all distractions so that we can give this time of worship our complete attention. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
1: in worship, please turn to 637 and let's stand as we sing. Come, you thankful. People. pray. Our most gracious Heavenly Father, as we gather to worship you on this Sunday before our annual observance of Thanksgiving, Father, we just pray for the safety of all those who may be traveling. And Father, we ask for your blessings on the bounty that will be placed on the tables. And Father, for those gathered around, we just ask that they share their love for one another, but most of all, Father, that they share their love for you. That others may witness that and now father we ask that you accept these offerings bless them and help us to continue to serve according to your will in jesus name i pray amen, amen. as we sing count your many blessings um, be thinking of in the back of your mind what you are thankful for Um, in services before I've actually stopped in between verses and have people uh, voice them but just keep them in your heart and thank God for them 644.
0: Guys, where are all your friends? They're at home sleeping? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, um, so this week we have something special coming up. Do you know what's this week? Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving yeah. Now, Thanksgiving, what, what is Thanksgiving all about? What do, what do we do? What do you think? Do we eat? <gasps> we eat, Yeah. We celebrate, what are we celebrating? Turkey. Turkey? Okay, we can celebrate turkey, but what else, what do we think about on Thanksgiving? We, yeah, we can think about Jesus. We think about things that we're thankful for, right? Do you guys have anything that you're thankful for? Little Your little sister. Okay, that's a good thing to be thankful for. Yes. Your parents. Yes. Chloe, are you thankful for anything? (laughs) Chloe's not awake this morning. Um, So this week we celebrate Thanksgiving, and it's a time where we get together, hopefully with our families, and we just get to celebrate... Um, like you said, Taylor, things that we're thankful for, and we get to remember those things. In Colossians, Colossians chapter 3, verse 17, it says this And whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So this week, you guys get an opportunity to think about the things that you're thankful for, and I found this. This is a gratitude scavenger hunt. Do you know what a scavenger hunt is? No? Okay. A scavenger hunt is something where it gives you, like, clues, and then you go and look for those things. So on here it says, find something outside you enjoy looking at. And it says, um, find something that tastes good. Find something that you are grateful for. So... This is what I want you to do. I'm going to give this to you, and then on Thursday, when it's Thanksgiving, I want you to take this, and I want you to go with your families and do what this says and look for the things that you can be grateful for or thankful for. Do you guys think you can do that this Thanksgiving? Yeah? Okay, that's awesome. Well, I'm going to say a prayer for us, and then I want you guys to take these, and you're going to do them on Thanksgiving, okay? Sound good? All right, let's say a prayer. Heavenly Father, we are so thankful um, for you, God. God, I thank you that we have this opportunity this week to to celebrate and to give thanks and to remember the many, many reasons why we are blessed people, God. God, I pray that you be with these kids this week and that you help them to remember all the things that they're thankful for. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen.
2: waking up to a new sunrise looking back from the other side I can see now with open eyes the darkest waters the deepest pain I wouldn't trade it Because my brokenness brought me to you. And these wounds are a story you'll use. So I'm thankful for the scars. Because without them I wouldn't know your heart. And I know they'll always tell of who. forever Because without them, I would know your heart. And I know they'll always tell of who you are. So forever.
0: Thank you, Ben. I'll be reading from Psalm chapter 138, verses 4 through 8. All the kings of the earth will give thanks to you, O Lord, because they have heard the promises you spoke. They will sing this about the ways of the Lord. The Lord's honor is great. Even though the Lord is high above, he sees humble people close up, and he recognizes arrogant people from a distance. Even though I walk into the middle of trouble, you guard my life against the anger of my enemies. You stretch out your hand, and your right hand saves me. The Lord will do everything for me. O Lord, your mercies endure forever. Do not let go of what your hands have made.
1: Good morning, happy Thanksgiving on this Thursday, pray with me. Heavenly Father, we have gathered in this place with people we love to express to you how much we love you. We, of all people, are most thankful. Thankful that the sin that would separate us from you has been removed as far as the east is from the west. Thankful that living life is no longer a solo event. But now we walk with you and we are never alone. We are grateful for the way you have loved us so clearly through your son, our savior, Jesus Christ. We are grateful for that moment in which we met him we come to you with gratitude for that time when we realized our sin did separate us from you but Jesus paid it all. That Jesus made a way. That Jesus provided access to you. We are grateful when we accepted that and we felt the weight of the sin of this world and the separation from you leave us. We are grateful for that time when the peace that comes from the Holy Spirit descended upon our heart and we heard your voice saying, this is my beloved child in whom I am well pleased. And we are grateful, Heavenly Father, that although we live in bodies made of clay, we weren't made for down here. We are grateful that Jesus said He would go and prepare a place for us, and one day He would come and receive us unto Himself. That where he is in your glory, there we shall be forever. And Lord has been saying we are grateful for the scars. Especially the scars on Jesus' feet and on his hands and on his brow and in his side. For by his stripes, we've been healed. We are grateful for your blessings. But mostly, we're grateful for your son, our Savior. In his name we pray. Amen. Thank you, choir. To God be the glory. Amen. Amen. If you have your Bibles, open with me to Philippians chapter 1. This is a letter that Paul is writing to a group of folks that he loves dearly. He's in prison. He recognizes that his life is probably coming to a conclusion. He realizes that the system that he has been trying to navigate and share the gospel in has grown increasingly hostile. And he talks later in this book about being poured out as an offering to god a love offering to god and in it he begins to this group of people who seem to have loved him deeply and dearly and he loved them deeply and dearly he pours out a recipe for us i know we're all getting recipes for thursday right he pours out a recipe of thanks. We're going to read the first 11 verses and I would invite you to stand if you're able as a way of honoring the reading of this portion of God's word. Philippians chapter 1. Paul and Timothy, servants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who are at Philippi with the overseers and the deacons, grace to you and peace from God our Father And the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 3. I thank my God. In all my remembrances of you. Always in every prayer of mine. For you all making my prayer with joy. Because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. I'm sure of this. That he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. It is right for me to feel this way about you all because I hold you in my heart, for you are all partakers with me of grace, both in my imprisonment and in the defense and the confirmation of the gospel. For God is my witness. and praise of God. May God add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his most holy word. Pray with me. Heavenly Father, we pause for a moment to take inventory. Hear us as we give a prayer of thanksgiving for that person in our life who challenges us and encourages us to walk by our faith. Hear us as we offer thanksgiving for those who taught us in Sunday school, who taught us in youth, who taught us in different mission organizations. Hear us as we give thanks for those who stood and led us to sing. Those who played the instruments, those who brought special music, those who led us in the proclamation of the word, hear us as we give thanks for our church. And Lord, hear us as we give thanks for our family, as we are grateful for those that we love and those who love us, would you receive our thanksgiving as we lift them to you in prayer. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you, you may be seated. We sang that hymn, count your many blessings. Name them one by one. And it will surprise you what the Lord has done. What are you most thankful for today? There's a story told of Rudyard Kipling, who was a great writer. And unlike many writers, he actually obtained financial success because of his writings many were made famous late in life or even after they had died one time a newspaper reporter came to him and said Mr. Kipling I just read that someone calculated the money that you make from your writing and it amounts to more you ready for this Than a hundred dollars a word Mr. Kipling raised his eyebrows and said, really, I certainly wasn't aware of that. The reporter cynically reached down in his pocket, and he pulled out a $100 bill, and he gave it to Mr. Kipling, and he said, here's a $100 bill, Mr. Kipling, now give me one of your $100 words. Mr. Kipling looked at the $100 bill for a moment, took it, folded it up, put it in his pocket, and he said, Thanks. <laughs> I guess that is a $100 word. Thanks. Have you ever been met with gratitude? I mean, someone who was genuinely thankful for you, genuinely thankful for who you are. For what you might have done for them. Now, we all have said to those children, What do you say? What do you say? What do you say? Someone gave them a piece of candy. What do you say? Someone gave them a gift. What do you say? Someone was nice to them. What do you say? So, today I'm going to ask us, What do we say? Paul, at this unique moment in his ministry, when he penned some of his most delightful and delicate words, especially in this book, calls us to understand that prayer is the place of thanksgiving. That may be the most profound thing I say today. Let me say it again prayer is the place of thanksgiving. For we who are believers, it is that place. And he tells us in verse 4 as he is saying, Always in every prayer of mine, I am making thanksgiving. He's already told us that. For you enjoy. Prayer is the place. Paul understood that when we're thankful to God for our family, it changes us in our family. I want to say that again. When we understand that prayer is the place and we're thankful to God for our family, it changes us in our family. The more we give thanks in prayer to God for our family, the more thankful we'll be for our family. The more we pray, the more opportunities we'll have to pour out that thanksgiving. Because oftentimes, I don't know if you're like me, but when I began to think of someone maybe from my past The more I think of them, the more thankful I am for them. We read this past Wednesday night, the story found in Luke's Gospel, the 17th chapter, verses 11 through 19. You remember that story. It's the story of the ten lepers as Jesus was passing from Galilee to Samaria. And he came to this village, and the ten lepers were standing afar off, and and they cried out and asked Jesus Master, have mercy on us And he told them he gave them instruction go to the go to the priest because that was the only way they could get back into culture was to be given the blessing of the priest and as they were going as they were on their way they were healed they were cleansed Luke says Dr. Luke the physician, the writer of the Luke, uh, Luke's gospel. And the story says one turned and came back praising God and fell at the feet of Jesus. He was thankful. When's the last time we fell at Jesus' feet? In Thanksgiving. Paul, in this moment, in this prison, he is thankful for those that loved him. I'm so thankful to be in a community like Flat Springs Baptist Church where love abounds and we love one another. And I'm so thankful for that. But I want to remind us today that it is during our prayer time. Has your prayer time ever turned into praise time? If if you want to look with me or just listen, I'm going to turn back to Psalms 18. One of the great psalms, the hymn book of, of Israel or the 150 psalms or more than that, but found in our uh, Bible, they're the, uh, the Jewish hymn book. They sang these, these choruses, these poems, these prayers to God. And one of the great ones is found in, in Psalms 18. He starts off just point blank. I love you, O Lord. And then it's as though... His prayer and the acknowledgement of who he loved turned him to think about who God was. My strength. And he thought, well man, not only is he my strength, but the Lord is my rock. <laughs> he's, he's that foundation upon which my life is built he's my strength and he's also my my foundation and 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 that wasn't enough then as he thought of that he said and he's my fortress he's he's that wall around me that protects me and he's my deliverer he's my refuge he's my shield he's my horn of salvation He began to think in prayer. He began to think in praise of who God is. And the more we do that, the more we think about who God is, who God is in our world and in our life, the more it will change us. Because here's what I know. I can't change you. Your family can't change you. Some of you say, yeah, my family's been trying a long, long time. Amen. They can't change you. but the Holy Spirit of Almighty God can change us. The Holy Spirit of Almighty God, when we give him what is due him, he can make those changes. And you know what? When he changes us, we're glad we've been changed. When he changes us, we're glad we've been changed. How many of us won't? Maybe we'd be honest today and say, there's some area in our family life We'd like to see become different. Don't, don't worry about that part. Worry about your part. Because you can't change them. You can't change it. But what you can change is you. How do you do that? By giving prayer. I thank my God in all remembrances, always in every prayer of mine, Paul says. He understood that thanks found its place in prayer. God knows that when we change, everything around us will have a change as well. You know, we all have those issues, don't we? I know that one morning in this story, I heard there was a, a terrible snowstorm. And so there was a mother and father and they had three small children And they lived next door to this fella, And the neighbor was out there shoveling snow. And he looked outside and there was the mom. She was out there shoveling snow too. And he said, why isn't your husband out here shoveling the snow? She said, well, somebody had to stay inside with the kids. So we drew straws to see who would come out and shovel the snow. She said, "Well, I'm." He said, "Well, I'm sorry for your bad luck, and you lost the straw push." She said, "Oh no, I didn't lose. <laughs> I, I didn't lose." You know, sometimes there are things we want to change, and sometimes it's hard. Change is hard. Raising a family is hard. Here's what I want to say, and I'm going to say it in one sentence, and I don't know how to say it any differently. Every day we have to choose whether we're going to follow the biblical model or the cultural model every day. And we can decide today to do the biblical, but tomorrow we've got to decide again. We've got to decide every day to follow the biblical model or the cultural model. And I want to tell you that the place... Of change, the place of hope, the place of praise, the praise the place of thanks, is the place of prayer. A prayer can change our focus. Another story from a, a, a just a wonderful story. A father who was very wealthy decided that he would take his son on a trip way out, and this was years and years ago, when. Farmers were seen as poor folks. Now, you might talk to Martha and Tony, and they might tell you about that. But still, he wanted to show the contrast. So they spent a couple of days and nights on a farm out in the middle outside the village And what was considered to be a very poor farmer. On their return trip, the father asked his son, well, how was that trip? It was great, Dad, the son said. Did you see how those folks lived? The father asked. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, Dad, I did. So tell me, son, what did you learn from this trip? The father asked. The son answered, well, I saw that we have one dog and they had four. (laughs) We have a pool that reaches to the middle of the yard, but they have a creek that never ends. We have imported lights in our gardens, but I've never seen the stars like I saw them out there. Our patio reaches to the front yard, but they have the whole horizon. We have a small piece of land to live on, but their fields go on and on. We have servants who serve us, but they serve others. We buy our food. They grow theirs. We have walls around our property to protect us, but they have friends around them who protect them. The boy's father was speechless, and the son added, Thanks, Dad, for showing me how poor we really are. Powerful words, aren't they? You see, focus. Focus on our family. You may be today saying, oh, this problem in the, oh, you just don't understand, Gary. Here's what I understand. Prayer's the place for thanks. Prayer's the place for change. Not only is it prayer the place, but then he moved on to partnership is the reason. In verse 5 of our text, did you see what he said? Because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day, until now, it is about the gospel you and I are called to be. If we really find ourselves in the place of prayer, praising and giving thanks, we will be so mindful that we are about the gospel. We're all missionaries all over this community, your house and my house. We're the lights in the darkness of this world. If we would like to see this world change, our home change, our community change, then we've got to be a partner with God. Not a silent partner. (laughs) Not a a partner in name only. Not a partner that doesn't carry our end of the partnership. Instead, we've got to work with God. Oh, you know, maybe you say, Lord, I hope you'll help them work with God. Lord, I I hope you'll help my family to see the needs they have. I love the old Negro spiritual. And it's never truer than it is in a moment like this. You see, I might get so focused, Lord, why don't you change that? Why don't you change them? Why don't you change him or her? But you know that old spiritual, you know what it says? It ain't my brother nor my sister, but it's me, oh Lord standing in the need of prayer standing in the need of prayer standing in the need of a prayer of thanksgiving all the circumstances they can be tough I know it please I don't want to minimize any challenge that any of us are facing I I, I have heard of difficult challenges this week A, a 14 year old child in the community where Tom Alan used to minister, passed away this past week, and her mom's dying with cancer. There are difficult circumstances. I've been praying for them since Jimmy told me that. But I'm going to stand on the authority of God's holy word and say it doesn't matter the circumstances. It matters the God in the circumstances and our relationship with him. leads me to the last thought this morning persistence is the evidence persistence is the evidence someone has coined that word that or this phrase thanksgiving is thanks living it's living it out in the family of God we want to show the evidence that we belong to God and that he belongs to us in just a moment You're going to take your hymn book and you're going to open it to page 572. And the hymn we're going to sing is, I love to tell the story. I got a question for us. Are we telling it? Are we telling it? Are we sharing it? Of unseen glory for some who may not have heard Are we telling the story? Will be my theme in glory to sing, to praise, to tell the old, old story of Jesus and his love. I love what he says, persistence. He reminds them in verse 6 that it's all about finishing. Look at what he says. And I'm sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion. In 2 Corinthians, Paul talks about being saved in Romans he talks about us going to be saved here he says what God has started he will end up if you stay persistent with him through it all salvation is a process we keep on working I love that song he's still working on me to make me all I ought to be it took him just a week to make the moon and the stars the sun, the earth, and Jupiter and Mars. But oh, how patient he must be. You know why? He's still working. Is he still working? Are we giving him a place to work? Are, Are we giving him permission to work? Are we giving him an opportunity to work? Are we giving him our mind and our attention that he can work and we will recognize his work within us? Finish what you start. Oh, we've seen those pictures of that person who ran the marathon or the long race and right toward the end, they they faltered, they failed, they twisted their ankle, they tripped, whatever it was, they were exhausted, and there they were just a few hundred feet from the finish line. After all that investment, out of all that energy, and there they were short, don't be there. Don't be that person who used to run the race. But you're on the sideline now. Finish what you started. Oh, when the church has finishers. You know what I see in that same image? And I've seen those videos. Maybe you have seen them too. When someone would stop maybe in their race and they'd start or they'd come back. Maybe I know one was a dad who came out of the stands and grabbed his son who had fought so hard and helped him limp through the finish line or picked them up and carried them across the line. That's what the church is about, is to help us all finish, is to help us all keep moving persistence is the evidence of faith that god has begun a good work maybe today the holy spirit is saying you know i started that work we used to talk a lot you and i we used to spend a lot of time together you used to find time to focus on me but lately my goodness life has gotten busy hasn't it it's more important to finish So now, with Thanksgiving just four days away, how can you offer family thanks? Live out your faith as evidence to your children. I'm going to say this. I'm glad you're here. Hear what I'm about to say. Living out our faith in our home is more important than living out our faith in our church. It's the evidence. It's the evidence that points us. Persistence is the evidence. Partnership is the reason. Prayer is the place to make a family difference. Could you hear Paul as he spoke to these folks that he loved like his own children? I always remember you. You're my partners in this journey. And I know what you started, you're going to finish. You'll be persistent. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, in this moment, we are grateful for your presence with us. And in just a moment, we're going to sing a hymn, Lord, and we're going to sing it unto you, just like the writer of Psalms 18 got caught up and said, you're my strength, and you're my my rock, and you're my fortress, and you're my deliverer, and you're my shield, and you're my, my defense in everything, my horn of salvation. We're going to get caught up, Lord, and we're going to sing unto you that we love to tell your story. We love to tell it in how we live. We love to tell it in what we do and what we don't do. We love to tell it with our mouth and with our heart and with our gifts. We love to tell your story. When we sing this hymn unto you, Lord, would you hear the thanksgiving that we give with it for all you've done for us, that you gave us the story to tell. We pray for our families. We pray for the needs that are there. And pray, oh God, for you to do in them what you do. And now we offer ourselves and say, oh God, start with me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our hymn is page 572. I love to tell the story. I don't know what God may be saying to you, but I want us each to think about what we're about to say to God in this moment. A preparation for Thanksgiving and this coming Thursday, living this week, but of bringing this worship to the point of it making us make a decision about what God's up to in us. What's he saying? What will we say? as we stand together. I'm looking forward to seeing everybody at 6 o'clock this evening as we will be here for our Thanksgiving celebration this evening. And this time, it'll be a time of meditation as our organ and our piano, as Gail and Regina, as the Almighty God and the Holy Spirit bless us with some of the great hymns of our faith. And those instruments shall saturate this sanctuary with the melody of God. And you'll wanna be bathed in that. So come and join us at six this evening. I also want us to be remembering our mission team that'll be returning home today, probably have already left, I think they're an hour different from us. Uh, Four public professions of faith were made out of the almost 1,200 served yesterday. We are excited about that. We want to pray for those and pray that maybe some of those followed through at Crossroads today. And we want to pray for Grant and Gina and that congregation, uh, as we are we've kind of become partners with them in lots of ways. So um, all the opportunities of the week uh, next Sunday. Remember, we'll be coming in here a little early, as we'll be doing our hanging of the greens in a different way, uh, and we'll see how that works for us. But. Uh, Plan to be a part of that. And from my family to yours, I hope you have a happy Thanksgiving. Now, as we leave this place, may we do so in God's peace and in His power and in His abiding presence that we might be His people in the midst of all His people. Pray with me. God, thank you. No, really, thank you. We're serious, God. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.